Welcome everybody to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. Uh, we have a great show for everybody this week. We are discussing uh, discussing who is the best Spider-Man. Who is it? Is it Tom Holland? Is it Tobey Maguire? Is it Andrew Garfield? We'll be getting into it. We'll be talking about uh, everything, really. We're going to talk about the pros, the cons of each one. What's the fair complaints? What's the stupid complaints? Who's most comic accurate? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to be getting to all that. But we also uh, have a great show as far as news goes. Pretty, pretty stacked week week of news. It was pretty good. We're going to be discussing, you know, uh, some some stuff regarding James, James Gunn, uh, a new Star Wars game announced, Sonic, No Way Home stuff again. Uh, and speaking of No Way Home, Torrent, uh, <laughs> the day we're recording this, we're less than a week away from the movie, man. And by the time this comes out, it's only going to be a few days away. <laughs> I know, man. I'm so excited for this. I'm I just... so scared. <laughs> also, just for uh, a quick disclaimer, if you're planning to watch a movie, you got your tickets, do not go on social media if you do not want to get spoiled because things are leaking so much as if they weren't leaking already. Um, but yeah, just be on the lookout for that. It, it's literally less than a week away. And stuff is still getting leaked. And it's like, Why? Just wait. <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah. Wanted to put that out there. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, the leaking. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Sony Security is some, something else. But, yeah, so let's get into the news real quick. Uh, let's start off with some miscellaneous news. The Sonic 2 trailer dropped. And, uh, oh, that was a good trailer, man. I love it. It looked pretty fun. It looked pretty fun. It took me a while to get around to watching the first one. And I thought it was decent for, you know, what it was. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to judge it like it's supposed to be some sort of Oscar winning film. You know what I mean? But, um, it, it looks, it looks, it looks fun. I'm excited. Definitely. And, uh, are we just, not, are we just going to forget that it just elbows have one of the hardest lines ever? Like, as Knuckles, what did he say? Like, I forgot. He was like, um, you know, of course, you know, Sonic is like, oh, you never take my, you never take my power away from me, and he charges at Knuckles, and Knuckles stops him, and Knuckles was like, do I really need your power or something like something like that? It was just, it sounded so good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Idris Elba's the goat. <laughs> yeah, no. anything that man says sounds sounds epic as hell. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And also, like before, like the trailer dropped or something, he came like. He uh, so, says he had a comment like on an interview, or whatever, saying how like uh, his voice would not sound sexy, like Knuckles' voice would not sound sexy in Sonic Two, uh, and I'm oh, like, man, bro, bro, sexy bro, 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 you just elbow, bro, like <laughs> any way you sound is gonna be yeah, sexy, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I was like, that's is really impossible. So Jim Carrey looking great, definitely. I love surprised that, man. He didn't, surprised he didn't get fat over like because at the end of the movie you know but yeah. i personally don't mind he's so great either way 100 percent. but yeah that's sonic 2 let's uh let's move on to some star wars stuff a new star wars game was announced called star wars eclipse made by quantic dream the same people who made D- detroit become human uh the game is placed in the high republic era which is super exciting that the the it's a new era to the star wars universe but the stuff that I've seen from it seems mm-hmm. really, really cool. Now, Quantic Dream has a lot of um, 
controversy behind it, we'll say. But just looking at the trailer, honestly, I, I just want a good Star Wars game. <laughs> I just want a good Star Wars game. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take what I can get. To be honest with you, sure. I mean, like, I mean, we've had good Star Wars games before, you know. Okay, uh, good Star Wars games that I can actually play. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, well, well, what about Battlefront Two? I mean, uh, okay, good single player story driven Star Wars games. Uh, I, 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 I know. Yeah. Uh, what a shame. <laughs> Shut up. Oh man, <laughs> it's all my fault. <laughs> I blame SpongeBob. That's a whole. That's a whole other thing. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to some DC news. Uh, James Gunn teased that Peacemaker won't be the only spinoff of the Suicide Squad. So I don't oh, know. That, oh, Bloodsport! Uh, yeah, I, that's exactly. I, I I'm hoping for I a Bloodsport series. I smell a Bloodsport like show coming. Whew. God, I, I love smell that. it. How about a, oh, a Bloodsport Ratcatcher team up? That would be dope. Actually, that would be really dope. Hell yeah. Imagine uh, Bloodsport and uh, Deadshot. Ooh. T- the, title it, this, title it Mercenaries. Title it the same character but different. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. But yeah, so that's super exciting. Uh, Colin Farrell has officially signed on to, re- uh, to return for the Batman spinoff The Penguin, as obviously The Penguin. I, the, that prosthetic prosthetic makeup still blows my mind. <laughs> really, that man is truly unrecognizable. I mean, but yeah, I mean they're they're really banking off this off this movie, man. Like spinoff after spinoff. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. It's obviously the Batman is like one of my, or probably my most anticipated movie of 2022. Like even. Doctor Strange, like, I mean, we haven't seen a trailer for Doctor Strange, so, like, that could change, I guess, but as of right now, that the Batman is is number one. <laughs> for sure. Along with that, a Wonder Woman game was announced. It's from the studio behind Shadow of War, which is a Lord of the Rings game, if you have no idea what that is. It's it's also going to be uh, open world, and this, this is honestly super exciting. A studio that has done a bunch of like mystical stuff before. We're, do, we're doing Wonder Woman. It's open world, stuff like that. This has the potential to be a genuinely really good, really good game. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping for good things, because DC, besides like the Arkham games, they don't have the best track record, do they? As far as games go, I mean, like, so, I mean, of course, you know, you can. Some could argue that they that that, um, that they do because you know you have like the Arkham, series, Arkham and Injustice, our Arkham and Justice. You have like you know the the Telltale games, you know, yeah. And then you have like, if you want to get technical, there's the Lego games, or whatever. That doesn't really count. That counts. Really, I, I count mean, it. I count it. Technically, I guess, but it's not like it's a Lego game before it's a DC yeah. game. And then, like, we can, of course, you know, we haven't seen, uh, I mean, we haven't seen much of Suicide Squad game, which you could talk about next. Yeah, uh, we got a little bit of gameplay, but not really from Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. It's, it was like a cinematic trailer of 
characters in gameplay. It wasn't really it wasn't really showing off gameplay all that much, to be honest. And it's still kind of odd because the game's not that far away. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I am still excited because it's Rocksteady and they're great. So I'm, I'm hoping that this is really good. Again, it's taking place in the Arkham universe, which is, is exciting. I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping it's good. Though. <laughs> I'm hoping. But uh, that's the last of the DC news. Let's move on to some Marvel news. Uh, the first thing is Eternals will arrive on Disney Plus January 12th. So if you haven't seen nice, that, nice. you don't got to wait that long. Literally in a little over a month. There you go. Eternals is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the No Way Home suits, the black and gold suit, and the integrated suit will be arriving on Spider-Man PS5. By the time this comes out, it's already there. So hop on your PS5 if you have one, if you're lucky enough to have one, and and uh, use those suits. They look great. Uh, they look amazing. Bro, you know what suit they need to add? And the... Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit. Yeah, they need they need to add that suit for real. I don't understand why they have it already. <laughs> I don't understand either. Makes no sense. Could mean they they added the first one with the freaking yellow eyes, you know. The, the, We're the yellow see the yellow see through eyes. Anyway, a Sh- uh, a Shang Chi sequel is in the works with uh, D- uh, Destin Daniel Cretton set to return to direct and write. He is also developing a new MCU Disney Plus series, which is probably the rumored Ten Ring series, but who knows. Obviously, super yeah. exciting. We loved Shang-Chi, easily one of our favorite MCU movies, period. Definitely. Uh, so, any more of that, we will gladly take. <laughs> you want to know what I want to see? What? I want to see a Shang-Chi and Spider-Man limited series. I would love that. I need it. Shang- Shang- Shang-Chi and Spider-Man, the way of the spider. That's, 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 what, that's what the name should be. Uh, bring in Iron Fist in the sequel and make sure it's not Finn Jones. <laughs> or, you know, if it is going to be Finn Jones, let him actually do something. Like, let him actually practice his moves. Ah, but he doesn't want to, does he? Yeah, he doesn't want to. <laughs> he, then, doesn't, like, he doesn't then, want to. <laughs> he doesn't want to, and that's why the freaking action was so lackluster in the just, first season. Just bring in uh, Jessica Henwick and just have Colleen Wing be <laughs> Iron Fist. Nah, bro. We need a we need a black Iron Fist. Oh. Nah, okay. Nah, we don't really we don't we don't need that right now. Maybe in the future that'd be cool. Other than that, according to the direct, Modok will have a major role in Ant Man three and will not be played by Jim Carrey like previously rumored. And now, uh, this is from Geeks Worldwide. It's rumored that. Uh, Corey Stoll, who plays Darren Cross or Yellow Jacket in the first Ant-Man, will somehow come back and will be the MCU's Modoc. I don't I mean, know how I feel about this. I mean, I mean, it's kind of weird, bro. Imagine like you get shrunken down in the freaking quantum realm to the point where your head just like, like expands. <laughs> True. No body yeah. No like, like I guess it's I guess it's like a maybe like. Well, no, I was gonna say maybe like that the the helmet broke, but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was fine. Yeah, but also it's like one of those scenes where it's like, where in the quantum realm is he? True, because, and maybe know, like, it affects everyone differently. It de- it definitely does because like she was able to control it after being there for like thirty years. Yeah, I guess I guess it could work, but also I, I really like the idea of Jim Carrey's Modok. I really do as well, man. I don't know. I you know 
of course, you know, I'm 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 wanting to I'm open to see how Corey Soul will play Modog. I just don't want to, because I don't want to say it's a missed opportunity until I see the performance. You know. Yeah. Well, it's also I think part of it is he was he was fine. He's a good actor, but that Definitely. since that since his character has already been through what he's already been through, which was already, in my opinion, lackluster. He was he wasn't a great villain. He just he, he was one of those villains like Iron Man one who kind of just went crazy for no reason. And so I just I just feel like it's a little unearned. But again, we don't really know until we see the movie, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. But, I mean, it'll be cool to see MODOK, you know? Other than that, Amy Pascal, during the little press tour for No Way Home, said that they are uh, in the planning stages of on Venom 3. Yay. Yeah, I'm let's so go. excited. I'm let's so, go. I'm, I'm ecstatic. I've never been more excited for a movie in my Bro, life. Bro, shut up, dude. Why are, you so, why are you hating so much? It's not good. They're not good movies. Dude, ain't no, ain't no way you hating so they're bad. hard. They're enjoy. Yes, they're bad, but enjoyable. Uh, maybe Bro, the second stop one. stop it. Stop it. Dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> they're bad. <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> We got two more pieces of news, and it'll save the best for uh, last, these two, because uh, we'll start off with this first one here. Kevin Feige confirms Charlie Cox will be MCU's Daredevil. Quote, if you were to see Daredevil in upcoming things, Charlie Cox, yes, would be the actor playing Daredevil. Where we see that, how we see that, when we see that, remains to be seen. Now, Kevin, by <laughs> by remains to be seen, you mean... It's literally yeah. in less than a week, <laughs> bro. Bro, I, I Kevin Feige. He Kevin Feige knows what happened, bro. He's he's trying to play it off so badly, bro. My dude's good at his job, but I'm also, but at, but I'm also surprised he said anything. Yeah, like when the I mean, when, I mean, when this news came out, I was like, whoa. He actually just came out and said, yeah, Charlie Cox. <laughs> well, it's like also the thing is like, I mean, he might as well say something because like. It's already out there. Well, yeah, like, but then in, th- in that case, you might as already you might as well say that Toby and Andrew are in the movie. Well, no, because the thing is, like, about Daredevil is that there's so much stuff around Daredevil already, and you know everyone's been talking. Everyone still talks about Daredevil to this day. Yeah. Um. So and Vincent D'Onofrio like, in Hawkeye. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. He's 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 been trolling on Twitter. I know he's been trolling on Twitter, bro. That's just like one of those things where. I mean, might as well just come out and say it already, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Anyway, regardless, it's incredibly exciting just to have that like official, official confirmation. Yeah, Charlie Cox will be the MCU's Daredevil. Because that man is... That man is, is so perfect that I still think Charlie Cox is, a, is blind in real life. <laughs> Anytime I see that man, I'm like, that guy's blind. How is he? <laughs> yeah, de- definitely... Um... Definitely, Charlie Cox facing the uh, the category of perfect roles people were casted as, for real. And then uh, this last piece of news: the Across the Spider Verse Part One trailer oh came my out. God. That uh, is so amazing! It came out like maybe like an hour after we got finished recording the last week's podcast. It is what it is, but man, super exciting. I'm super excited, man! Just to jump back into this world is is amazing. And 
people found out that Sony has another movie on their slate uh, in October of 2023, which means that part one and part two will likely be a year apart. They are going to be a year so apart. So thank God, thank God, we don't have to wait like what three years? <laughs> oh my God! For yeah. part two? Oh, yeah. could you imagine? But yeah, hey, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be amazing, man. Because like, uh, because like it's literally limited possibilities that this movie is going to explore. I can't wait uh, for that. Also, you know, get to see Spider-Man 2099 with him, like, looking buff as hell. Oscar like, Isaac, obviously, in the role. Oscar, Oscar Isaac is amazing. Incredible. Great actor. Um, let's Can we discuss something? Because there's been a debate because of this trailer going around, uh, specifically about the timeline and Miles' age. Because if you look at this trailer compared to the first Spider-Verse movie, Miles looks bigger. Miles is definitely taller. His hair has grown a lot. Um, there is a, there's, oh my god, he's broader. There's a, there it, it is broader. He had his suit change. Um, Still also like the animation, yeah. But there's also like this, like this stupid debate of like, um, like Miles, like you know, like Miles, like you know, his heritage or whatever. Because people are like, he doesn't, he's. It doesn't show any of his, like, uh, Puerto Rican side, Latino side, whatever. It's like, bro, come on. Like, shut up. Or that like, if you read the comics, he's too black. Yeah, because, like, in the comics, like, of course, you know, he's, I mean, you don't have to look a certain way or whatever. But, of course, you know, in the comics, Miles is portrayed as, like, only black. Of course, you know, he's both. He looks more black in the comics than he does in Into Spider-Verse. So people were like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like claiming he's Latino something. Like, bro, shut up. I hate that. <laughs> I, I had to get, I had to get that out of the way. But, um, but yeah, like definitely, um, time has passed because like, you, you can also tell that, uh, when Gwen's looking at him through the portal, it looks like they they've been doing this for like a like a long time. Well, you know, a, a while. Well, yeah, I see people brought bring that up, but Miles in the trailer also says that he never thought he'd see her again, which implies that it's been a long time. So, how much of a time jump is this? Is like, is it maybe it hasn't been that much of a time jump, and it's just and it's just like a character model change. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's. I mean, obviously, we'll find out next year. Yeah, man, we gotta wait a whole ass year, man. It's okay. It's gonna come by super quickly. That's true. That's terrifying. Okay. Because the thing is, twenty twenty two is so stacked that it's gonna be twenty twenty three before we know it. Uh, yeah, like every month, and like just movies alone, and then you add, you add the Marvel shows in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus. It's, I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be here before we know it. Stacked. And they're most likely they're most likely gonna release around the same time too. They're probably gonna release like maybe they're gonna release like in the summer of twenty twenty three, depending how fast they work. Of course, you know, super exciting. Really. And also, like when he when he jumps through that portal and like the animation style changes. Yeah, definitely. I was Jeez. gonna say something about that. Looks gorgeous, man. The uh, these these animators for these movies are on crack. <laughs> the, the 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 this shit that they're putting out is something special. I love it. The animation is just in- incredible. 
really, really incredible. I'm glad that they, I'm glad that it looks the way that it does. Truly. But uh, yeah, that is the news for the week. Let's jump into our topic for this week. This this episode is either going to be really long or really short. <laughs> we don't really know, to be honest. Just, just saying this right now, there is going to be so much negativity and so much <laughs> ranting that it is going to create a freaking dark portal of just hate because of how much we're going to be talking about. Definitely. Um, But yeah, so we're going to be getting into the who is the best Spider-Man, the pros, the cons, stupid complaints and criticisms, fair complaints and criticisms, etc. Most comic accurate, whatever the case may be. We're going to be getting into all that. So, Torn, why don't you you start us off? Okay. All right. Let's get into it. All right. Rubbing my hands like Birdman over here. Um... (laughs) So wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. So you got We got to start off with the stupid complaints or the fair complaints. I'm starting off with whichever complaint I have right here, right now. (laughs) (laughs) So the first first complaint that uh, that I've been hearing is I'm gonna go with I'm gonna start off with my man Andrew Garfield, right? The best Spider-Man who has who's done dirty. So there is this complaint that like how Andrew Garfield like. You know he uh, he like has like revenge. He, he, he has like, this like re- revenge thing, and the Amazing Spider-Man one when they did the same thing in like the main, the Spider-Man one two thousand two with the Raimi trilogy. I think that's a dumb complaint because, like like I said, you know Tobey Maguire did the same thing. And if we want to take it even further, I think this is before he got his powers in the comics or after he got his powers. It's somewhere around there. But Peter Parker already had a like a revenge mindset. He literally like after like I think getting bullied. I think I have I have the comment panel right here. After like getting bullied or whatever, he literally says, "I'm gonna make them pay for what they did to me." Like like he he literally says that in the comics. So I don't get why people say that. Oh like I don't like Andrew Garfield because he he takes revenge. On well me, yeah, like, and then those same people go and praise Toby when he did the exact same thing. Exactly. And it's like, you know, you know, Grant, like, you know, the, like, you know, uh, Andrew Garfield did go on a manhunt, like, you know, for looking for people that look just like the guy, but still like points those hands, both of them did an act of revenge after uncle Ben died. So that complaint is really, really stupid. Agreed. So that is my first point. Yeah. So one of the, one of the stupid complaints, it's not necessarily because I could, I could kind of see how it's a fair complaint. But at the same time, uh, if we're talking about this uh, Spider-Man here, I think it makes sense that uh, Toby cries too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, he does cry quite a bit. But Spider-Man is a pretty emotional character. Yeah. And sure. I think I think he, I think maybe Toby gets uh, maybe emotional too much. But I think, I think the amount of crying isn't really all that bad. I think I I think I think the thing that people don't like about that necessarily is his faces. <laughs> that yeah. that man's facial ex- expressions. That that's a um, that's one of the that's one of my fair complaints to be honest is that the his facial expressions sometimes make it hard to take him seriously. <laughs> mm. Also, I, like a there's like a I noticed that when I was watching Spider Man one yesterday, <laughs> Peter Parker like oh not Peter Parker, Tim McGuire like licks his tears. 
like when when Aunt May's like talking to him, he like 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 licks his tears. I'm like, what the fuck? He does. Well, like, he doesn't like lick his tears, but like he he just like his bottom lip like goes up like on his top lip, and he's just like tasting his tears. It just look it just looked weird. <laughs> I gotta see but, that clip now. I don't remember that. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely, Peter Parker is definitely like an emotional person. Um, like you know, that's basically the point of Spider Man is that like. He's still, even though he has like, he, I mean, he um, he's a mutate. He's still a human, and right. you know, he, he definitely has his moments where like he just fucking balls out crying and shit like that. But yeah, definitely, Tobey Maguire has funny faces whenever he cries, and like you know, it's granted everyone's a crying isn't beautiful. Yeah, you know, so that, that that's understandable. So my next point is also going to be about Andrew Garfield uh, and the dumbest thing I've ever heard was Andrew Garfield is too cool to be Peter Parker or as Peter Parker was too cool. Yeah, it is the dumbest thing ever. And literally like people use this excuse of like, oh, well, he writes a skateboard. And my sense, what does writing a skateboard make you cool? It's like, like I think it was this whole thing about like, uh, especially at the time, it was it was a bigger sort of term being thrown around is that he was a hipster. Yeah, which it, which hipster is one of those things now. Well, it was back then, but I think people realize it more now. So it's one of those words that people throw around without really understanding who that really applies to, because mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield's Peter is absolutely not a hipster. Why? Because he is he is long, swooshy hair and rides a skate. That makes no sense. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Riding a skateboard isn't what 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 about that makes him cool? Because he he's a skater boy. He said, "See you later, boy." Like, I don't like what what what, what about what about that is is oh man, he's tra- they're trying to make Peter Parker cool. Yeah, it's just it doesn't make any sense to me. And like I'm just gonna go off like on a tangent. I saw like I saw someone tweet this, and it got like almost a million likes. And the people who fucking like that are dumbasses. I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm sorry. Um, you're you're a dumbass for even thinking about that shit. It's just the dumbest thing ever. And also, like adding on to his Peter Parker, people said that he's like like he's like a he's way too attractive to be Peter Parker. Like, are you fucking stupid? Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry for cursing this much, but it's, it's such a dumb take. It's such a dumb take. Yeah, Peter. And it's like Peter has always been, uh, or, or has always supposed to been, supposed to have been an attractive guy. Like, he's not supposed to be something like, like a fucking, like a model necessarily. But, like, I think, I think that's why people really like Tom Holland's because he, like, he's clearly a good-looking kid. But he's but he's he's not he's not fucking like Tom Holland posing for a photo. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I, th- I literally think it's only because of the hair, and that's it. Because I mean, like, yeah, still. And the add on to that, it's like you know, and it's also like they're not gonna make a mainstream hero ugly. Like they're not they're not gonna do that, right? And but I mean, just, even if you look in the comics, he's not. I mean, besides the '60s comics, I guess. But like that was the fucking '60s. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just like you know, just regular drawings. But yeah, like Like look at comics, look at Civil War. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's a very attractive guy. Even, even, even like in Ultimate, bro. Like he has like you know this like kind of not 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 like a bowl cut in a way, but like his hair is like more down and everything. He's still an attractive-looking guy. So I just never really understood that part. It's like, yeah, Peter Parker has never been ugly, and to add on to. 
like Peter Parker as a whole, and I'm I've I've said this multiple times, and I'm gonna say it again right here, and I'm gonna say it later on as well. Peter Parker is a of course he he's a nerd, but he's not a fucking dweeb, and he's not like just like some fucking like loser who doesn't get any girls. And like cause like he gets girls, and people often forget that. And I'm gonna it, it, I'm gonna it kind of goes back into a point that I'm going to say again that I use in a, in a, our last podcast, but still it's like, I, I hate that dumbass take. It's so stupid. But yeah. What's your second take? Uh, well, the two cool thing was my second, was my second take, but uh, I do, uh, I'm going to move into some fair complaints a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A specific, uh, we're go- going into Toby a bit. He has a bad Spider-Man persona, uh, mm-hmm. and and it's not it's it's kind of complicated because people have made arguments that Spider-Man, the Spider-Man persona, wasn't necessarily uh, very quippy in the beginning, and that's not wrong. He wasn't he wasn't like super super quippy in the beginning, but those movies also came out in the early two thousands, and I yeah. under and I understand that they were trying to blueprint off the original 60s comics. But by then, people know Spider-Man as the quippy guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think I think it, it differs once you get into Tom's in the MCU because everyone's fucking quippy in the MCU, right? For sure. So, yeah. uh, and and Andrew, I'm going to get into Andrew in a second because this kind of bleeds into, into Andrew. But I his his Spider Man he he his Spider Man doesn't feel like Spider Man his Spider Man feels like Peter Parker in a Spider Man suit and 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 I think that's fair and, and I think that's actually a similar thing to a lot of people talk about Henry Cavill's Superman how he's never really Clark Kent he's always just Kal El at all times uh and I think that's the I think that's the same thing here I never really I never really feel oh this guy is spider-man in this moment i'm like no that's just peter parker wearing a mask (laughs) but yeah for sure but then you have the juxtaposition to that and you get into andrew and while andrew is is goddamn near pitch perfect when he's in that suit he they overdo it a bit Mm -hmm. and sometimes he comes off as too confident or too smug and sometimes uh or and sometimes it can come off as like rude or mean-spirited and in the beginning, sort of like in the Amazing Spider-Man one, I can kind of forgive that, although he was kind of rude to those <laughs> rude to those police. I just did eighty percent of your job and shit like that. But <laughs> it's, uh, other than that, you go into like Tasm two, and while the quipping, it, it's fun, it's fun, it's light, it's 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 entertaining. It's Spider-Man, but there's a line, there's a limit, and I talked about it in in uh, that podcast. But my guy is just quipping to Rhino, and because he's Spider-Man, he's got to quip. And that's why I also don't don't understand the whole the MCU Spidey complaints when I'm like, oh, they got to do jokes every two minutes. They they did it in the in in these in these movies. This is not it's not specific to MCU Spidey. He's t- he's quipping to Rhino, and then he just he's just lets this fucking truck crash through a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of cars and shit. He just. It, it it's I don't want to say it's necessarily uh, a lack 
of responsibility because that's not really what it I don't I feel like that's not necessarily fair because it's in very specific moments I, most of the time he is uh, pretty pretty good at at quipping but also being responsible but there are moments where like that and it, where it's just like woof dude <laughs> like maybe 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 lay off the quips for a second you know what I mean but yeah that's that's uh that's definitely my fair complaint for Andrew, but for Tom, for T- for Tom, there it's uh, Tom is very complicated because he, he it's really hard, it's really difficult for them to toe that. What the MCU, what Feige wanted to do with MCU Spider Man is to do something different. Before Homecoming, he specifically said they wanted to do something that. He wanted to take the character where the other iterations of Spider-Man didn't go or couldn't go. You notice that Andrew was essentially, like, especially in The Amazing Spider-Man 1, is beat for beat Spider-Man 1. Of course, they go into their own thing, but Tom's Spider-Man is in this world of superheroes for the first time, where the other two didn't necessarily have that. And so it's really hard for them to toe this line. How connected do we make this? Is it too connected? Is it too disconnected? Uh, What can we give this Spider-Man? Because maybe it's unrealistic that we give him just like the bare bone stuff when it's like, well, he has the Avengers are right there. So why don't they help? And all all that really complicated bullshit that the other Spider-Man didn't really necessarily have to do with uh, deal with those logistics and stuff. But for Tom, I think that fair I think a fair complaint would be that his movies uh specific uh, with the villains specifically are too connected to Stark. And I don't necess- I don't hate the connections to Stark, especially in Homecoming, I think I think that connection to Stark actually bolsters Vulture as a villain. But when you get to when you get to Far From Home, I don't I again I don't hate the idea that Mysterio was screwed over by Stark because he's not necessarily he's not really a Spider-Man villain per se, but a lot of Spider-Man's villains aren't necessarily Spider-Man made, if that makes sense. Because a lot of the times they are people that have bad things happen to them, like an experiment goes wrong or something like that, and or they're just villains on their own in their own right. And then Spider-Man goes and stops them or interferes with something, and then they're like, ah, this guy's Spider-Man, and then they're Spider-Man villains. You'll a lot of the times Spider-Man isn't necessarily directly involved. So in that sense, I don't really mind that Stark connection. But the fact that there is two Stark-related villains in a row is is a bit much. And I think I think it's like okay, we like we just got this with Vulture. And while I love Mysterio in Far From Home and I really like Far From Home, I think that I think they could have done something different or change his backstory to something else. I don't know what they could have done, but I think I think they could have done something different there. And along with that, he has this overuse of large-scale technology. And I want to I want to I want to specify 
that when I say uh, overuse of, of large-scale technology, I'm not talking about technology as a whole. Technology has always been a part of Spider-Man. It's always been a part of the character and stuff like that. Uh, but what hasn't been part of the character is stuff like Karen, stuff like Edith, the 500-plus web combinations. Now, in his defense... He didn't use those 500 plus web combinations. Those actually hindered him. I talked about that in last week's podcast. But stuff like Karen and stuff like Edith, especially Edith, it's it's too much. It's it, it's just too much. And sometimes, sometimes, especially especially now with No Way Home coming out, I kind of just want like. I don't want like I want Spider-Man to have a break from like the big sh- I kind of want him to have a like a truly low like low to the ground just Peter Parker story. And I think we're we're going to get some of that in No Way Home, but because of the multiverse stuff and uh, and all that. And speaking of which, I think it's I think this again, it sounds weird cuz it's a little too connected to the MCU, which again sounds weird because it's in the MCU, and I think they want to really solidify, like, yes, this is the MCU Spider-Man with all these MCU characters that are showing up. And because Homecoming took place, like, like really close to Civil War, I think Stark's presence makes sense there. But in something in something like Far From Home, do we do we need Nick Fury there? Do we need Maria Maria Hill there? In No Way Home, I really really like Doctor Strange, so I kind of kind of let that one slide because I like the character so much. But also in the comics, uh, Strange and Spidey are, you know, kind of buddy-buddy. But yeah, and I think the sort of my final fair complaint for Tom is that he has a lot and arguably too much in common with Miles Morales, which... Uh, specifically, I think the biggest one is Ned Leeds, who was a saint, who was essentially Genki Lee, like pretty much, uh, he's pretty much exactly Genki, like I don't think, there, there's very little difference there, and, and that kind of goes back into Kevin Feige's sort of idea that he wants to do things differently, he didn't want to do an origin story, which I agree with, but he also wanted to give him different friends, he didn't want to do MJ and Harry again, because we've seen that twice now. Well, not twice. We didn't get to see it in Amazing Spider-Man 2, but it was going to be in Amazing Spider-Man 2. They were going to do it again. But So we got Michelle Jones, MJ, and we got Ned Leeds. And Ned Leeds, I don't think, would have been a bad choice as a replacement to Harry. But it is, it, I think it is kind of a weird choice that they essentially made him Genki. Because when they bring Miles Morales in, and I feel like they will eventually, how are they going to do Genki? Are they gonna just do another Ned Leeds type in the MCU, or are they gonna are they gonna like do another switch up and have him be have Genki be sort of like a Harry Osborn type to Miles Morales? I don't know how that's gonna be executed, but I feel like they kind of put themselves in a corner there, and I don't know how they're gonna get out. But besides the Genki connection, uh, he, it's 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 difficult because a lot of the stuff with Miles is sort of this this kid trying is looking up to a superhero and really trying really really hard to to impress them so they can eventually succeed them 
And Tom has a lot of similarity with that. I mean, he's just a kid trying to prove himself to Stark so he can eventually become his own his own hero in his own right. But and, and like that that's 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 a fair complaint, but at the same time, while it is true that it is closely similar to Miles, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing until they add Miles, in which case I can I can sort of I can sort of see how that could be an issue. It's like, well, you're just doing homecoming again or whatever. But at the same time, I feel like that's such a sort of like a like a uh, not I want to say I'm not by the books, but sort of a fam, uh, a familiar story enough that I don't think it, it won't matter all that much. It won't be that bad. So I don't think that is we don't have to worry about that as much understandable yeah i i just like how i was like i was like muted the whole entire time because people were fucking talking um doing shit but yeah that is it that that was like a long ass fucking rant that shit was like 30 hours bro but i mean you explained like half of my points already so thank you um but yeah i i have i am just gonna i'm just gonna agree with everything you just said right there that was uh so, yeah that was some fair complaints why don't, why don't you get into the stupid complaints it's you since you like you're the one getting angry so i'll get angry in a um, second so yeah like you've already addressed all your all your fair complaints or whatever which i agree with and so like you already did my job for me um and i'm gonna reiterate some of those points <clears throat> um so like pretty much about you know peter parker's age and like um you know, just how he isn't a carbon copy of like the adult Spidey or the Spidey that we got for the past, like, you know, two iterations. So I'm going to start off with the Spider-Man with Peter Parker's age. So, you know, they always like, you know, Peter Parker in, in iterations uh, starts out as like a kid, you know, he's like 15, he gets his powers or whatever. Yeah, it's like Civil War, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's also one of those things like where the Spider-Man fandom completely did like a 180. Because I remember, you know, after the main Spider-Man 2, like in that, like, you know, probably like before, like it was like 2014, no, 2015, they're like, I want like a, a more like youthful Spider-Man, you know? I want him to be in high school and I want him to like, I wanted to see him grow up, right? Which we're getting that. Like I said, they did a complete 180 because now they're all like, well, fucking, we need to get Peter Parker out of high school, blah, 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 blah. Like, we need to, like, we need to go on to adult Spidey. And yeah, all that stuff. Just it, like, was oh, real, like, it was real weird. Everyone was like, like well, let's put bro. him in high school. And then they cast Tom Holland, who was 19 at the time it was casting. People were like, yes, finally, a young Spider-Man. And then, of course, the movie started coming out. And now we're at today. And people are like, like man, we don't want, we don't want young Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, put, put him in like, college it, already, where, and then of course, and, and and a similar thing to Uncle Ben. People after amazing after the Amazing Spider Man, it's like Jesus Christ, do we really need to see Uncle Ben die again? And uh, you know, and then we we get to we get to Civil War, and then people were like, for Homecoming, people were like, I swear to God, if we see Uncle Ben die again, I I'm gonna fucking lose it. And we don't get to see that Uncle Ben origin, and now people are like, "Oh, where's Uncle Ben?" <laughs> like, yeah, I can't believe they would forget the thing that's fundamental to Spider-Man. And it's like it's not, it's not, not there. It's just not on screen because we already know we don't need to see it. We know that he's he, he he you know 
loved Ben and stuff like that. And Ben obviously died and blah, blah, blah. He's Spider-Man now with great power comes great responsibility. We know that. Everyone knows that. We don't need to see it. And yet, because we, we still didn't see it for the fucking third time, now uh, people are like uh, like up in arms. Exactly. And it's like, because the thing is like with, you know, going back to Spider-Man's age or, or the age of everyone else, you know, like... Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were like, you know, in their 20s, like, you know, I think like Tobey Maguire was like 22 and then like, you know, playing Spider-Man, Peter Parker. I think he was in 2002. He was older? I think so. You you keep talking, I'll do the I'll do the math. So then like, yeah, so he was like still let's just let's just say he was like going into like his mid 20s. Same thing for Andrew Garfield, you know. Andrew Garfield was so, older. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, actually, you're right, he was older. So then it's like, yeah, like they were saying, yeah, I wanted, I want him. Like the fandom was like, we want a more youthful Spidey. Like I want him because I want him to like last very long because you know, like Andrew Garfield is pushing his forties while Tobey Maguire is in his forties. Toby was twenty six or twenty seven. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh fucking lord. <laughs> <laughs> not, not saying it's bad because you know he still he still looks good for his age and he looked good back then, but still it's like. The point still stands. Um, and then, like, yeah, you know, they're, like, saying, like, well, yeah, we, we want a more youthful Spidey because we want to last over a very long time. And it's, like, it's just strange how that happened. It's, like, what the hell? And then going to the point of, like, saying how, like, they wanted, like, a... Uh, how Tom Holland isn't a carbon copy, you know, with, with the Uncle Ben's Uncle Ben origin and how um, he's, like... Not he like like how he's like he's not a senior in high school and like going on to graduate college like in the same film or the next two films or whatever. It's like it's just so like boring, bro. And they're all like, why is it like why is Peter Parker why is Tom Holland Spider Man not a uh he's not struggling with financially with bills? I'm like, bro, he's fifteen. Who's a fifteen year old who's struggling with bills? Like yeah. no one does that. And it's like it's like, oh yeah, Peter Parker's not poor. I'm like, dude, he literally has like a freaking like PC from like the the nineties in his like in his room. Yeah, he li- um, he's literally a dumpster diver. And he, co- he comes in and he, yeah, he comes in with like with junk as he's walking in uh, in Civil War. And like you said in the last podcast, where you know when Happy asks him, oh, have you ever been on a private plane you know, with a, with that tone deaf like question? And then Peter Parker's like, well, I've never been on a, on any plane. It's so refer- it's so reinforcing the fact that he is not that rich or he doesn't like he saw it on the, like the lower class scale and yeah, then it's like it's like imagine when you were a kid like um, like your parents are are, are like in front of you being like oh fuck we need money so bad <laughs> we're running out yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, they don't want you to stress out they're, they're, they're like hey go open up a lemonade stand and cough it up whenever you get more money like no they're not <laughs> doing that bro it's just it's just so stupid to me. And okay, I'm gonna read, and I'm also going to you. I'm gonna bleed into this fact. People praise PS4 Spidey, but they hate on Tom Holland's when they're essentially the same character, except PS4 Spidey is a little bit older. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, um, j- just yeah. okay. Yeah, because everyone hates yeah. Tom Holland's for all the technology stuff. And while I was talking about the tech earlier. The tech that uh, it, it, 
PS4 Spider-Man uses, I, I'm telling you, if Tom Holland used that same shit, people would be fucking livid. But PS4 <laughs> Spider-Man uses it, and it's like, hell yeah, this is the best first we've ever gotten. Yeah, I know, and, and it's also like, it's like, oh my god, I hate, oh my god, I, I don't like how Tony Stark is a mentor. Okay, and then like, oh my god, I love how Dr. Octopus is a mentor to Peter. Like, it's the same shit, dude. And then, and then people hate that Stark, uh, that Stark made th- his suit. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> And yet, Doc Ock made him the like the literally front cover, uh, yeah, exactly Spider Man suit in that game. Yeah, he literally wild like, to like, me. Like, like, like in in the freaking like yeah in the game, he's like, I made some I made some upgrades like for the suit, and it was a note on the costume. The and same, it's like, it's oh my exactly God. the same, exactly. And it's like, yeah, you know, the the one difference is that. PS4 Spider Man is a little bit older. He's like 23. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like 23, 24. Uh, and he's like struggling. And like That's the only the difference only between them is that is Doc Ock doesn't really have the funds that Stark does, but yeah. still he has resources. Exactly. And that's what people don't understand, which I'm going to talk about in my next point, is all about resources because literally, like, it's just like that's what he used to make his suit at the end of the game the advanced suit it's just a resource to make it to have more technology shit which i'm going to bleed into my next argument of the my like I, you explained it a little bit you know in your in your rant of the like this the fucking technology iron board junior argument people just took that shit and ran with it bro they don't understand they don't pay attention they are not watching spider-man homecoming far from home they watching fucking fucking spider-man like apartment coming like i don't fucking know what they're watching bro but they ain't watching what we watching yeah the, the, the point of Lowe's movies is pretty clear the point of homecoming is that he doesn't need all the upgrades he doesn't need that tech he doesn't need all the iron man upgrades he can be his own hero with his own his his own sort of sort of like base suit he doesn't need all that shit and far from homes was and far from home was he's not the next iron man he's his own hero he'll never be the next iron man because he is spider-man that's who yeah. he is and then people exactly. are like oh, did you see he made his suit in a stark plane <laughs> i wanted i wanted him to go to fucking hobby lobby and get some sewing material i can't believe I wanted- he was in the netherlands and he didn't get any sewing machines <laughs> what is what what is that I'm, su- I'm surprised he didn't call rosemary harris to get some knitting uh, lessons like shut the fuck up bro fuck you what else is he gonna do like <laughs> Like, like he, he, and that's also going back to the point of why resources. He has a resource. It's not like, it's not like Spider Man is a, you know, it's not like this Spider Man's all tech based. And the thing also going back to Far From Home with the theme of like technology is something that is like you giving technology to the wrong person is going to is like is your consequence. And you have to have your responsibility, but it's just it's so mind-boggling to me that and technology has always been a part of peter parker's character exactly always Always. i mean again i think i talked about it in in the in the tom holland podcast that we did but the web wings i remember people complaining about the web wings why the fuck does he have web web wings spider-man doesn't fly well i mean fucking (laughs) original comic yeah the original comic he has web wings 
as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then, and then there was obviously, now this isn't really, uh, you don't see this much from maybe more um, educated Spider-Man fans, but a lot of the people who have only seen the Raimi ones, you'll find people like, like I can't believe he needed to make his own web shooters. Why is he making web shooters? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm also gonna, I'm also gonna, I'm a, I, for for people that don't know people who watch the podcast I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all a little quick story about that happening. So I'm on Twitter as usual, looking at hate comments and saying how like you know Peter Parker like Thomas Peter Parker is inaccurate because he has web shooters, and everyone was like saying, including me, were saying that Peter Parker has always had web shooters in the comics, and some guy was like, no, like you know that's wrong, like you know like Toby's like. He basically was just saying like Toby was like the true Spider Man, and he was like just fighting the fact that he was wrong because I showed him from comics and to live action that Spider Man's always had web shooters. So, like, I mean, I just don't understand why people don't people only watch the Raimi trilogy and they think that that's how Spider Man is. Yeah. Which, which I'm going to I'm going to say about this this fact this point because people have watched the Raimi trilogy and all that stuff. And as I said from our another our last podcast, that the Raimi trilogy had and people base they think that because the Raimi trilogy is Spider Man's character only, it created this like unrealistic standard for the iteration of future Spider Man a lot of live action. Yeah, because because it's like well spider man like is oh, peter parker's a loser no he's not you just only saw the raimi trilogy and that you based it off that peter parker is not a loser like yeah he got bullied because he's, he was a nerd which is the 60s at the time but like peter parker is like peter parker is like like he's actually a person that people want to that people want to be around you know to, oh well like he he's awkward at times yeah but peter but toby mcguire's peter parker is a fucking creep Staring at MJ all the time, like having flashbacks of her when he's looking at his costume, peeping at like, her through the window. Exactly, and and it's just like, okay, and it's fine to for people not to read comics, but it would at least help you out if you knew what you're talking about, because it's just like I don't know, it's just like I said, people they look at the Raimi trilogy and they base Spider-Man off that one of of that trilogy. When disregarding like comics and like other like iterations like Tom Holland, it just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and going back to a bit of the sort of Tony Stark thing, uh, a lot of people like to say that the MCU replaced Uncle Ben with Tony Stark, and no. I think that's so blatantly untrue. And that it's also going to bleed into another thing: how people uh, like to say, or or people will say that S- Spider Man should hate Tony Stark and I don't actually disagree I think they're right but I think it's more complicated than that and I'm about to get into that so I would make the argument that Peter Parker hasn't even spent like a full 48 hours with Tony Stark like think about the timeline we see him in civil they meet in civil war right and they spent and they spent some time in their apartment or whatever and then he leaves and he doesn't even go with him on the trip to Germany right because we see that in Homecoming he's with Happy the entire time and so like so they fight a little bit in Civil War okay and then 
I guess he's with him a little bit on the way back when he's when they're doing the little film in the car. He's talking about Aunt May wearing something skimpy. He hopes, and mm-hmm. and so there's the little back and forth. He's like he's like there and he's gone. He's there and he's gone. He's there and he's gone all throughout Homecoming, and then after Homecoming we see him we see him in Infinity War, and that's the longest amount of time he spent with Tony Stark at one time. And I'm pretty sure that movie took place within like a day. I, I don't yeah. and so then Spider-Man dies <laughs> so now there's a five year gap right and then and then he comes back and he he's, he has a little moment with Stark they hug or whatever and boom Tony's dead now in our in our timeline right that's like 60, 17, 18, 19 that's three years but if you really think about their timeline in universe they haven't spent that much time together they, yeah, they, they they really didn't. Peter Parker really didn't. does not know Tony Stark. He he sees him. He looks up to him as a mentor because obviously he does. Again, we got it. Th- okay, get into this too. Circumstances in the comics, Spider Man is sort of growing as heroes with the Avengers. Right? Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. We, we live in the world where Toby's exists because Sony owns Spider-Man and Andrews exists and they're always in their own universe doing whatever without any other heroes around because that's what they own. But now that's that we're able they're able to use Spider-Man in the MCU, the MCU's already established. I, they, I guess they could have retconned him in, but there would have been a lot of fucking logistics and retconning to fucking yeah. do all that. So they have to place him in this world where heroes are already established, the Avengers already exist, and where he was a kid when the Avengers were like were you know fucking arrived for the first time. Of course, he idolizes them. He he, he doesn't he, like if if Captain America went to him instead of Stark, he would have Cap would have been his mentor instead. And anyone from the fucking Avengers, right? Because he idolizes them. He says in Civil War, that he's a big fan of Captain America. He doesn't fucking hate Captain America. He just loves the Avengers. So, I would make the argument that if Stark didn't die, if he was, like, younger or whatever, it doesn't matter if he lived, and Peter got to know him more and spent more than fucking less than 24 hours with the guy, and Peter matured and got older, I think he, I think I would argue that, and we'll never know this, obviously, but I'd argue that Tom Spider-Man would eventually grow to resent Tony Stark. Yeah, for sure. So... Yeah, this I but yeah, this idea that Stark replaced Uncle Ben is just fucking wild to me. Like, no, he's just a mentor. That's all he is. He like like he has that little stern talking to him in fucking Homecoming. But like beyond he, there is no real fatherly sort of love there besides Endgame when he had a 5-year fucking gap to really think about his his actions and shit you know what i mean and then exactly. and then but then that moment was fucking fleeting because then he died so yeah i don't know about you but i think that's pretty fucking dumb it, it it is and it's just like oh my god yeah i i really i really hope that like just people try to understand like what we're saying because oh my god it's just yeah you'll angry. notice that a lot of the arguments being made here is is in defense of Tom Holland's because because he's the main Spider-Man of course the most of the bullshit is going to be thrown his way but like if we if this podcast was being made during the Andrews time I mean the hate towards Andrews was fucking nuts 
Mm. Yeah, that 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 is just. But I feel like we oh we we have to, we don't have to defend that as much because people a lot of people have turned around on that, myself included. Yeah, because you know the thing is like with you know Andrew Spider Man now is that people have started to realize that Andrew Garfield is not a bad Spider Man or Peter Parker. It's just that his movies were really bad. But and his and his, comes, and his iteration and his actual story arc is actually incredibly comic accurate. It really is. And which I want to get into that later on, but there's also like the art, the the discussion of why is liking Andrew Garfield Spider Man a trend? But the thing, and the thing is, like you know, because you know, we're all me and Peyton and I are on TikTok. You know, we see like a bunch of Spider Man edits, and usually most of those contain the Amazing Spider Man too, right? Because the best looking one, it, definitely. And the thing is, people often with that. With people, them people using the like that one movie, the vi- the most visually appealing Spider-Man movie, they often think that because it's so visual visually appealing that like, that that is the best one, which it definitely isn't. And people because people confuse the term, or they, they confuse the terms favorite and best, um, best a lot. No way, shape, or form is Andrew Garfield the best Spider-Man. I think he's a lot more comic accurate than others in some aspects. Movies aren't the best. Yeah. Do you want to you want to get into the the whole uh Toby's oh, yeah. Toby's the best mm-hmm. Peter? Yes, I want to get into that. Andrews yeah. best. Well, to get so, into that a little bit. So, I haven't seen so I'm going based off memory here cuz I haven't I haven't seen Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3 in a long time. So, I'm going on based off memory. But there there was this argument or this this take that people have been saying since this, uh, the when Spider-Man is brought into the MCU, around around, around Homecoming, that that yeah, Toby is the best Peter, Andrew's the best Spider-Man, and Tom is the best of both. Now I'm going to go off a rail and say I don't I don't agree with that take anymore, only because after rewatching Spider-Man One. Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker is fucking creepy. I don't like his Peter Parker, like, in some ways, like, yeah, it's cool to see Tobey Maguire because, you know, nostalgia, whatever. But his Peter Parker is not the best, right? So we're going to go off a rail and say that. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is is really good. Like he said, he, he is damn near accurate. But also comes to the point where his Peter Parker as well is like you know way too smug and way too overconfident but as i was saying even like to a t like you know damn near andrew garfield's peter parker is better than toby mcguire's in terms of character characterization and even the looks because even in the look of the Spider spider-man one for andrew garfield he looks like more of the this the modern day like 60s look with the hair and the glasses and everything right um, and with Tom Holland being the best Spider-Man and Peter Parker, I mean, I mean Peter, the best Peter Parker and Spider-Man, I feel like that can be, it, it can work, but sometimes it doesn't. And like I said, I don't know if I said it in this podcast or not. I think I did. I'm, I don't remember. My mind's all over the place. Um, but like, you know, sometimes Peter Parker, like Tom Holland's Peter Parker can come off a little too nice. And... That's like, you know, that's his Peter Parker. And sometimes his Spider-Man, of course, his Spider-Man is still learning. So he definitely is a good Spider-Man for him being in high school for the current setting of the MCU. 
And to now. and to add to that sort of uh, Tom Holland's being too nice. Again, I think I think it's important to know his placement in the MCU and his age and stuff like that, That's because true. like I, and I talked about it in the in last week. But we're the idea is to is that this this version of MCU Spidey is we're watching him like it's Harry Potter. We're watching him grow up and we haven't really seen him be absolutely fucking devastated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we haven't seen him. Besides like... besides Uncle Ben, he hasn't really gotten his shit rocked. whereas toby and andrews has because they're 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 older they're they're more experienced than him they have that life experience that whereas tom's doesn't i do believe we will get that eventually we might get it in no way home uh but we're gonna see tom holland's peter parker eventually grow into what i believe will probably be the definitive definitive live action version but that remains to be seen. I'm just being hopeful. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of like a thing um that I wanted to say. But also I wanna re um reinforce the the argument with something that um Payne and I saw a long time ago. Now these are not my words, but this is something that we had agreed on at the time. Don't know if it has changed. But we had saw a take of all three Spider Man, right? Um how uh, Toby Spider-Man is the most like realistic or grounded in a way. How, well, however, with Andrews, definitely has the better chemistry between you know relationship chemistry. Um, and I forgot the third one about Tom Holland's, but I guess you know I guess it could be with Tom Holland being more comic accurate uh, in a way. Like I said. With we'll, Tom get, we'll get into the comic can, accuracy stuff. Yeah, we'll get into the comic accuracy stuff. But like you know, like I said, I think Tom Holland definitely. All three Spider Man have their own comic accurate, um, you know, aspects. But I wouldn't say Tom Holland is comic accurate just yet. That's something I used to say back then. Now I'm not so sure. Now, now I'm not so sure now because of oh. how much more of of Spider Man that you know. Like you know, we're, we're still learning about Spider Man, and keep in mind we don't read comics a whole lot, right? But we do know enough to where we can anal- we can give a good analyzation of the character. Now, definitely with Andrew with Andrew's chemistry, it is outmatched for sure. Like, I definitely think that the one of the greatest things of the Amazing Spider Man duology is the chemistry of Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. Um, especially even sometimes with him and uh, Aunt May, Sally with Sally Fields as Aunt May. Uh, oh my God, there's a dog barking. But still, and with that, you know, going with Toby with him being you know you know more grounded and realistic, I can understand that to a sense. Especially after rewatching Spider Man One, it definitely would go down like that if this was like you know real life. So in, in some aspects, but uh, what about that? You know, do do you still agree with that take, or that, that yeah that take of you know the Toby best being, best uh, Peter Andrew being best Spidey? No, I'm talking about like just well actually yeah I mean that and about Toby being more grounded or realistic. 
and uh, with chemistry and yeah Tom being accurate what about that so yeah uh, okay well I'll, I'll i'll do both uh as far as the toby being best peter andrew being best spidey tom being the best of both i said that literally in our toby mcguire uh podcast <laughs> but after re-watching all these yeah i don't know if i would agree with myself <laughs> literally mm. just three weeks yeah. ago because okay, like if you if you think about it at the core, Toby's is technically the truest to Spidey's story. He's super. He's a super poor kid from Queens that ruins his personal life for the hero life because with great power comes great responsibility. That is Toby's ascent almost through and through. At least with Spider-Man one and two, Andrews follows that pretty damn closely. But his his two movies are more sort of centered around hope. Rather than the idea with great power comes with, comes great responsibility, and then with Tom's, it, it's more like f- like fun, like uh, romps and stuff like that. But as when it comes to him with Toby being the best Peter, after rewatching the Amazing Spider-Man, I would not agree with that. I think I think Andrews is pretty goddamn <laughs> close yeah, to sure. to. Like ultimate Spidey, even sixty Spidey, he's really, really good. He's really good. Uh, and when it comes to Spider Man, I think I think Andrews is by far the closest, even though he is at times a bit too uh, smug, a bit too uh, whatever overconfident. Yeah. Uh, and when it comes to Tom. Toby has the best movies, but are but arguably the worst characterization. Andrew yeah. has the best characterization, but the worst movies. Worst movies. And Tom mm-hmm. has the most consistent character and the most consistent movies. Yeah, I think that's a better way to put it rather than Toby's best Peter, Andrew's the best Spidey, Tom's the best of both. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that a lot more. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that a lot more than that that. Uh, other statement. Yeah, Tom's is the is definitely the most. He's not as uh, good necessarily as far as the characterization of Spidey goes that as Andrew Garfield. But yeah, the movies are definitely better. But yeah, mm-hmm. Andrew's Andrew's characterization is fucking top notch <laughs> for sure. But as far as 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 Toby's being most grounded and Andrew's uh, relationship being there, whatever, a hundred percent. Yeah, Toby's is definitely the most grounded. Uh, the most the most realistic it's definitely uh, i mean you see it j- we, in the third act in the third act alone because that's the thing i was sort of like tracking the most toby's definitely feels a lot more personal and stuff like that and and as far as andrews go and oh as far as toby's goes as far as the relationship goes there's fucking nothing there <laughs> yeah so but it, yeah, it's about, andrews oh, is andrews is uh, the relationship is fucking the, it's the besides the special effects it's the thing that carries those movies for sure. Speaking about characterization, and you wanted to know this before we started the podcast. I'm just gonna go. This is just a little tiny thing, but MJ. Oof. Why? Why is MJ a bad character? You want to know why? To- in Toby's so, version, it's in, specify. To- in, in Toby's version, yes, not comics. MJ is in comics is way better than Raimi's MJ. So why is Raimi's MJ this bad? Right. Number one, she's a she's a fucking cheater. Right. <laughs> yeah. She, she she fucking cheated and she be she be fucking dick hopping, right? 
number that, 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 that that's just like uh, there's a two points that can be intertwined number three the little there's one scene right there's one scene in that trilogy that just makes me go what the fuck and it's a scene where she's walking home by herself and she's about to get attacked <laughs> by fucking four dudes and then getting saved by toby in the rain you know with with like just no bra just nipples showing and falling in love with spider-man like while in she's real with life, harry yeah while she's with harry and kisses him and kisses while she's with harry yeah yes while she's with harry and also giving harry yeah the cold shoulder straight damsel in distress oh my hero fucking oh jesus because in that situation of when after the um almost assault literally <laughs> no no woman would be like they would not be like that they would really be traumatized and shooken up and everything they would not be oh well you saved me so i'm gonna give you a kiss while water is falling under your nose <laughs> like no 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 and then also i know i've said this before about you know the amazing spider-man 2 of like how the relationship uh emma stones and andrew garfield's relationship in those movies were wishy-washy yeah, but if if we took the term wishy washy and put it into Mary Jane, it would be literally just that, because of course you know the actually yeah that 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 is their whole that is Tobey Maguire's and Kirsten Dunst's like relationship throughout the whole trilogy because of course you know she never gave Peter the light of day and and the first one and it's like at the end it's like oh yeah you know I want to be with you because you know I you've been there the entire time Peter's like no then Peter is like all fucking upset because like you know he rejected her at the end and then like she's going with you know going out with J. Jonah Jameson's you know fucking son right yeah and then during all that she still has feelings for Peter because when, when because Peter tried to like you know just talk to her when and also going with that and while when Peter was talking just trying try, try to be friends with MJ after not seeing her for a long time, you know, kind of like bailing on her or whatever because he had to be Spider-Man. MJ was like, I'm, a f- I'm getting married. Like, you can't fucking just get lunch with him, bro. Like, <laughs> he's just being nice. Yeah. So with that, so with that, you know, they, they meet up at the, at, at the coffee shop and then she's like, do you love me or do you not? And like, blah, 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 whatever. And then after the final battle in the main Spider-Man 2, she fucking ditches her wedding to go be with fucking Peter, like in in the fucking wedding dress, like who the fuck does that, weirdo? And of course, you know they have made Spider Man three, in which, like things don't go out, like as well. I forgot what happened in the Amazing Spider Man three for them to like not have, be in a relationship anymore. Oh, because actually, yeah, yeah, because he was because the whole Gwen Stacy thing, when mm-hmm. fucking, because the like, dumbass decided. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking Toby decided to kiss Gwen Stacy in front of Mary Jane while she was looking, and then went on a date with uh, fucking Mary Jane and tried to fucking in- <laughs> try to propose to her. And MJ was like, "You've literally kissed another girl right in front of my face." And he's like, "Well, that was Spider Man. That wasn't Peter Parker." Like he tried to play it off, like they're because they were. Oh my god, it was just so bad. But like, yeah, like, like I said, I mean, I know I was supposed to be talking about Mary Jane, but I'm talking about the whole wishy-washy <laughs> relationship. Yeah, the whole wishy-washy relationship of of uh, the whole trilogy 
but it proves the point of how the characterization was bad in those movies. The best version of MJ is the PS4 version. Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. De- making definitely. her making her a reporter was such a fucking great decision. It really was. But yeah, it's it's like it's like season one or two of Iris in from the Flash. Yeah, except better. <laughs> I should actually know. I should know. Not, not even Iris. Freaking like Lois from Superman and Lois. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Just 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 as just on par. I like, but yeah, I have nothing else to say. We, um, I think we've. Don't we got we got. Let's oh. get into that comic accuracy shit. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. uh <laughs> here we go. Um, <laughs> who's the most comic accurate? Who's the most comic accurate? Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer, no, uh, if I may, is yeah. Uh, well, not even none. Who gives a shit? <laughs> they're all they all vary in comic accuracy but people have this weird obsession with comic accuracy when it literally doesn't matter as long as the characterization is good in the universe that it's in and the story is good if comic accuracy matters so much why are people crying that tony stark's origin isn't in vietnam why why aren't people complaining that wenwu is in shang chi's is shang chi's father when he's not in the comics why 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 are people complaining that mantis is really different from the comics that hank pym didn't create ultron that zemo is completely different the the list goes on. There's so many fucking different changes compared to the comics that people just don't don't give a shit about. But when it comes to when it, yeah, when it comes to Spider Man, if it isn't exactly like it is in the comics, then it's fucking garbage. Which let me which is even oh, sorry. which is even dumber when you realize that the amount of different comic runs with different versions of Peter Parker, some are more funny, some are more sad, some are more serious, just like the live action versions. Guess what? It's okay. To have three different versions with th- with different attitudes, suits, origins, whatever the case may be, it's okay to dislike whichever one, and it's even better if if you like them all. That's fine if you like them all. It's okay if you don't like one of them, but uh, when it, when it comes to this comic accuracy bullshit, like, like that shit's gotta go. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Let, let me let me like also add on to the fact that. Not only the people who complain about that, but also the the Spidey community who complains about comic accuracy are just boring people in general. Like they just want like, like literally just panels ripped from the comic book onto the light on on live action. When that can't even happen, I swear I'm gonna bring it up every single time. Some people were like, "Why doesn't Vision have a green suit?" Like you want this fucker to have a green suit? This isn't 1967 anymore, you bozo. Like, shut up. <laughs> it is so stupid. I don't understand. Bozo. <laughs> yes, I said bozo. 2021. <laughs> it, is just, it is just a dumb thing, like, to me. It's like, why do people care about, like, just these, like, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like you said. If the characterization is great, if the plot is great, then, like, what is a, like, what does it matter with comic book accuracy? Not everything has to be, like, straight out of the comics. Like, and that, that shit is hard to do as well. Like, and it's just the thing is, like, things, it, just, it would look wacky. Like, it literally, literally would look, it would not, it wouldn't look right. So, it's just, I don't understand, bro. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. You know, they can, like they can do like 
you know, a little reference. Like, for example, like the the electro thing, like they how I had Jamie Foxx did it in the trailer with like you know the little crown. That was a that's cool. That's something that you know that 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 works. But if they were to put that freaking on him, dude, he would look stupid. He would get bullied. Yeah. Like, and also like it's just like get bullied. He would get bullied. Imagine to be like, dude, like, like you know, look at that freaking party city ass crown in your head, you whack ass villain. Like the fuck. <laughs> like that's just so. It's just so lame to me, bro. Like I don't. And you and you even said it before, and I'm going to say it right now: performance over accuracy. Yep. Literally. That's I will t- I will literally take that any other day. I don't care. Like oh my god, it's just I don't I'm, I'm done. <laughs> uh, I'm finished. Well, um, yeah, it's basically everything. But we we still got to answer the question: Who's the best? Who's the best Spider Man? And we got all of them. Yeah, all of them. All of them. All of them are the, are are the, they're all great in their own right. All of them. Like I like 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 I said earlier, Toby. Yeah, he has the best movies, but he, he and he's a good Spider-Man in his in his own right. Like, like we're talking about how he's not the best Spider-Man, and he's and he's not the best Peter Parker either. He's probably the worst out of the three. But my God, I still love those movies. Yeah, I, like they'll they'll always have a special place in my heart, whether that's nostalgia, whatever the it doesn't matter. I love that version. I do. And but am I am I going to be like just because I I love those movies and I I grew up with that does that mean I'm going to be like ah oh, he's the best one no because it's not true <laughs> yeah, exactly and it's just like one of those scenes where it's like you know even though some you know sometimes they learn on the Raimi trilogy to me like isn't like you shouldn't be it shouldn't have that much praise. I still rank Spider-Man 2 really, really high on my list. So to some to, to the point where it's either number one or number two. Spider-Man 2 is always gonna be at the top for me. Same. Like it's either because not even just because of nostalgia, but it's because of that it's that good of a movie. But like you said, you know, even though the trilogy are like, you know, sometimes like it, it isn't the best, you know, or the you know, the Tobey Maguire's character isn't the best, those movies are something that we, we grew up with. You know, we were literally growing up as those movies yeah. were being released. I adore so those like, movies. And I think I exactly. talked about it when I was talking about Spider-Man 1. The entire time I was watching Spider-Man 1, my, I, I was just smiling the whole time. I love that movie so much. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's probably one of, if not my favorite, Spider-Man movie. And mm-hmm. yet I think Toby's the weakest out of the three. It's... It, it's... <laughs> which is com- It's completely fine. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's... And you know, like like we said before, it's fine to have like a preference, but to completely like shit on like an iteration of a character because it's not like its predecessor, it's just completely like dumb to me. And I, you know, people are gonna be like that when it comes to like you know, like you know, Batman, Superman, or whatever. But still, I just don't understand why people have to do that because, as I said earlier, like because everyone watch the Raimi trilogy and they based they they think that Spider-Man is based off the Raimi trilogy because they've seen it that it completely like ruins their expectations of what Spider-Man should be like in the future which is completely unfair because it's like not everything has to be the exact same not everything has to be like 
you know, line for line, scene for scene of like the Remy trilogy or like from the comics. It's just, you know, I yeah. feel like people should really learn and mature to like them all equally because we've never had a bad live action Spider-Man. We, we, yep. We've never had. Yeah. And when it comes to Andrew, I used to hate Andrew's version. Hate him. But in hindsight, that man's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's like, such a good version of the character. And no, his movies aren't the best. But man, is it just delightful to see Andrew Garfield be Spider-Man. Like I used to, I used to be, I used to, I used to see him besides just not liking his version. I used to be like, I used to see Andrew Garfield and be like, ah, I just don't think he looks like Peter Parker to me. And now I don't fucking believe that at all. I think he's arguably the best one. I think he's fucking phenomenal. And, it, but he's an incredible version. And when it comes to Tom, do I think he's the most comic accurate? No, not necessarily. One could make the argument that he's the least comic accurate. Does that make him the worst Spider-Man? Absolutely not. Nope. nope. They're 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 all amazing. They're all no pun intended. <laughs> they're all great. Yeah, I was just I was just thinking about that. But yeah, I just um I think they're all spectacular, pun intended. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just I don't know, man. I mean, then again, it's like you've also said it before too, the biggest Spider-Man haters are the biggest Spider-Man fans. And I, I've I've loved Spider-Man to the point where I don't care. I just would love to see him on screen, no matter who he's played by, who he's voiced by, and like you know, I just love Spider-Man. Yeah. So I think the majority, or at least I like to think the majority of people enjoy all three of them for what they are. But you know, you know, Twitter's a cesspool. To Twitter and TikTok are just a cesspool of just idiots. And I swear, if I see like one more ratio plus Tom McGuire is better on like every edit, just oh my god, so annoying. Yeah, it's always like the most innocent post, and it doesn't matter who it is. It could be about Andrew, it could be about Toby, it could be about Tom, it could be about all three. It doesn't matter. There's always that one guy who's like Toby's the best Spider-Man. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's like it's, why it's are like, you here, L? Yeah, it's like the the one response is L. Tom McGuire is better. Like, what the hell? Like, shut up, bro. No one asked. I know, but yeah. Um, I think with that being said, I think we can, I think we can all culminate uh, this entire conversation into the one statement that I think all of us are thinking: Nicholas Hammond is the best Spider-Man. So yeah, uh, yeah. So there. is that the show? <laughs> that is the show. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E. Nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at Torrentino on Twitter. And where can they reach you? Uh, They can reach me at itszenith underscore on Twitter or YouTube.com slash itszenith. Sounds good. We have a Discord. If you'd like to join the conversation there, those will be linked in the show notes. You can check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show and app on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars in review, that would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week with, it's crazy to say, but we'll see you next week with our review of Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. So see you then. Sure. <laughs>